how would networking help your business? What's the best steps to take? And is it something you should be consider? That all next with our great speaker. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. You know, I want to let you know that I so appreciate your time and I would love to have your input on how you are enjoying the show. So please leave comments below and let us know what you're thinking. Or maybe you have a special guest that you would like to see. We would be happy to have your friend or colleague come on the show as well. So today's guest is Jocelyn Chong. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast show. Well, I appreciate your time. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you? I'm Jocelyn Chong. I live in Melbourne, Australia, by the beach, and I've been very blessed to have over two decades of uh, banking finance experience working for leading banks in Australia. After a defining moment in my life, I decided to take all my working experience, my credentials, my live um, experience about business into my own business. And I then started my own uh, practice around helping financial planners excel in what they do. And I expanded from there to really empower now business leaders and professionals to really master the art of intentional networking. The reason for that is because I see that in our lives, we network for social basis, we network for business purposes, but there is a gap on how to network intentionally to get the kind of results that we are looking for so that we don't have an energetic link. And that is the part that I help a lot of people who wants to be very efficient in what they do and to collapse time so that they can get the results they're looking for, be it financial results, marketing strategy, or building really genuine relationships with people. And so I focus on that and I serve um, people with 30,000 hours of professional experience already. Well, tell me why is networking so so important for a business success? I believe that we can't work on our own and it would be very lonely to work on your own and your clients only when you run a business. For me, business is all about serving others. And so when we network, there's so many different channels for us to really get to know others in different settings, in different culture, in different ways like online and offline. And one of the key networking strategy is podcasting. I've, like you, had been interviewed and interviewed people. And that is one very powerful way to network with others from a global perspective. Post-pandemic, that is all the more something that we need to focus because the more we network, the more we can lift up the vibration. The doors have been opened for us to connect through internet and we are so very blessed to live in such a time as this that today we're connected. I'm in Australia 
at the time of listening to this podcast, you know, you may be, you know, in a different time zone, different country, but that's an example of how powerful it is that the global opportunities have made it so ever possible for everyone to network across different parts of the world, to exchange ideas, to really help elevate each other. We have on a daily basis, you know, being exposed to so many negative news, right? We need to infuse even more positive news, reports, stories to people's lives so that we can lift up the energy of the world. And that's what I believe networking is all about. What's the biggest challenge do you see when it comes to the networking? There were a number of challenges that I've observed over the last 25 years. And many I have learned from my own mistakes and my own journey. There were so many networking events that I was part of as a business professional because I have always been in a very front um, leadership position because I run a sales team. So I would meet all the different stakeholders at the start of my career, I wasn't guided or shown. I was told that networking was important, but nobody actually quite explained to me what networking was all about. So all I could call back upon was my memory of how my dad talked about networking. Mm. And my dad is a very social person. He had been um, a leader running um, his you know, business in a state. He looks after a few state when he was working. And so he used to go out for networking events. And I would imagine or hear statements that he said coming back from like golf networking events, um, travel networking events, or it would be like business networking events that he would attend in the evening because he was not able to actually spend time with me. So those statements, I then create visions of how networking was right and and so I sort of picked on that created it my own and then I left home my home country was Malaysia at the time I relocated to Australia at the age of 17 when I pursued my tertiary education I was on my own I knew that I had to network one way or another and I was so told that, you know, um, join clubs and activities. So whether it's for hobbies or for, you know, music club or photography club or art club or, you know, a church group that can, you know, guide you, connect with like-minded individuals. And that's how I started. But then when I realized all that networking, it was more for gatherings and connections. It did not necessarily sometimes lead to something that is either positive or not. It was just a norm, right? It was just gathering people together. When I was at work, I realized that there is a need to network intentionally. Intentionally means that you got clarity around what you want to focus on. And that's one key challenges that I noticed in many networking events and a lot of people go in unaware of who they really want to connect with and so they just connect with someone and you can have a lot of connections but 
there doesn't lead to either a genuine relationship or a result that you're looking for. Result could be, you know, you want to support each other from podcasting, right? A good example here is that we network for a number of months before I am becoming your guest here today. And that was through, you know, exchanging of emails, you know, understanding each, you know, Facebook feed, you know, understanding your stories that you post, my stories that you post, I post. And so all those things led to this result. And that's one challenge that people are not clear about why they need to network when they join a group. And so there might be a mismatch in terms of who they need to network with. A very simple example could be, you know, if you are a medical person and you network with an engineer, there might be a mismatch, right? Because of profession. But if you are a medical person, you network with someone in the pharmacy field, um, you network with someone who is in the nursing field, you get so much more ideas because you learn you are in the same peripheral sector. And so getting clear around who you want to network with is important. And then the values that you want to bring to a networking event. I don't drink. And so if I go to a networking event that always have drinking session, it's not aligned with me. I might have a glass, but I just constantly feel the pressure of having to drink so much. And so I'm mindful that I don't want to go to you know a, a beer crawl for example <laughs> to network with someone so it's, it's those little things that we need to sort of step back when we are invited because all of us get so many invitations flooded in our inbox you know for a lot of functions but we need to go is that in line with our core values our personal vision our business strategy and what kind of results are we looking for? Because time is precious, you know, time is currency. And it's important for us to be so clear about, you know, your top three criteria when you want to join a networking event. How do you want it to look like and how effective that should look like so that you are using your time wisely and you're getting the results that you're looking for. In addition to that, a lot of people go in and they don't have clarity around how they want to communicate about their purpose, their vision. They will go into a networking event and they will hang around. And so it could be a three-hour function and you're not quite getting the result that you're looking for. And then you leave frustrated thinking, I've just wasted the ticket that I bought, three hours, that I could spend time with my loved ones and I'm not getting the business results I'm looking for. There's no leads coming through. That's what I've constantly heard from my clients. And then we will really break it down to go, did you introduce yourself to the decision makers that were there in the networking event? Did you exchange, you know, um, contact details? And once you exchange the contact details, do you, did you listen to the conversation you ask them questions so that you can get to know where they are and who they are. And so all, all these things will just 
so intangible, but they carry so much value when we network with others because by that, then you can build genuine relationships because leaving me a business card, I have collected thousands of business cards mm-hmm. and they are just sitting on my collection box. Oh, no, not you. <laughs> so it's just, you know, important to go, yeah, you know, I've met with Louise. I know that she lives in Indiana. You know, she's just got so much knowledge around what she does in podcasting. You know, she released that twice a month, a week. And, you know, just knowing more on just a person because people like to like people that there is more common ground, right? Not just the workspace, but what else beyond you know, the work part, because we are not one dimensional. We need to be a human where we have got activities, what we do after work, what's our self-care strategies, what books we like to read, what kind of, you know, uh, podcasts we like to hear, what's the latest, you know, uh, mantra that we talk about so that we can really, you know, embody that. So all those things are areas that we can piece together to overcome those challenges. Mm-hmm. All right, two things that drive me crazy about networking groups. All right, number one is a group of like maybe three or four people from the same business will come, and they'll just hang out together. You know, or they'll especially if it's a luncheon and they all sit at the same table. You know, it's just like, what benefit will that be to me to sit at the table? Because now I just cannot meet three new people, right? The second thing that bothers me is that you have like these groups of people that they get together at this like once a month meeting or whatever, and that's where they catch up with each other. So they are not, they're not talking to anybody else. They're just like in their little group just to catch up on their kids and all of that stuff. And it's just like, I think obviously it doesn't benefit them any, but it doesn't benefit anybody else there because then they don't get to know what that person does or how they can help that person or if that person can help them. So I think those are two things that people, it's like, hey, put a stop to this. (laughs) Get together with them for lunch at another time and use this for the purpose of what it is for. Do you disagree? You are spot on because I see that, I witness that all the time. Because it's only safe for people to gravitate to people with the same profession Mm -hmm. and to talk about what they know. It's actually a lot of confidence and courage to step up and go, Hi, Lois. I'm Jocelyn Chong. I help female professionals to master the art of intentional networking. And I've got a free masterclass coming up. I don't know if that might be a full body yes for you. It might be something that you're interested to learn more. Would you be interested to listen or, you know, share with someone who might be interested? Just something that is just warming, not forcing, not graspy. Just let it flow like you would have a conversation. And that is very common. I've witnessed that so many times. And so... I feel that there are different fresh ways that we can network that is so intentional that gets us the results that we're looking for. 
And that's what I am passionate to share that with business professionals who's got that ambition and that drive to want to do that as well. So where do we find these networking groups or activities? So networking groups and activities is one of the channel for us to connect. I feel that there's so many different channels and in my signature program, I show people that there is so many other channels that we can connect. Podcasting, like I mentioned earlier, is one of the very effective channels that we connect because now, us working together, we have just 100x our audience. You've got more than 100 people in your audience. I've got more than 100 people in my audience. That has just doubled. So that's one way to network. And then that compounds the right kind of people who wants to drive success for business professionals. There is also book collaborations. I have been an author for four books and I had collaborated with all the different authors. They all come with different industry skills, credentials, knowledge. And so at different intervals, I might reach out to them and go, hey, you know what? You're an expert in human design, you know? Let's partner and see how I can support your business and how we can exchange ideas and really accelerate each other's growth. That's one way. We think about, look, how about a virtual conference? I have been invited to so many virtual conferences last year and that really had expanded my um, brand that has expanded my knowledge, that has expanded my connections because everyone's like-minded, everyone's committed, everyone's present. They come, they share, they give, they receive. And so virtual conference is very powerful the last three years. And, you know, now also online is opening up in my country and many countries already. So those hybrid, right, you can do virtual and you can do online as well. The other area is to really also find networking groups that are keen to really see you succeed in what you do. And they could be those that you form yourself, right? A lot of us, there are certain brands that has been around forever and their infrastructure is strong. But I also find that when it's so thick and strong in there, sometimes it's hard to break in. And I like it not to be so heavy and forceful and overly structured that there's no flow. Because the new world post-pandemic, a lot of things that we're doing now is we got to connect with our divine feminine and divine masculine, it's not right or wrong. It's not over lopsided in the masculine side of doing things that you go in and they shove down, hey, you know, send me five leads. There is a way to do it in a very, very aligned with our core values, our vision, our mission, and together because it's the long game that we're here to play. And so those are the areas. And then I also feel that, you know, a lot of times when we connect with others, we want to make sure that we make quality introductions to someone else. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people go, if I don't get from you, then really there's no connection. But how do we know the third degree of connection that we make quality introductions led to something else? 
I had always made email introductions or Facebook Messenger introductions to someone that go, you know, you are a personal stylist and, you know, a friend of mine who needs someone to speak in her retreat. There you go. I could connect with you and see that, you know, both of you are mutually connected. You see that, you know, there is that vibrational match and that person became a speaker for that retreat. Or, you know, I've got friends in New York City and I just supported them through a lot of the charity work they do for women over 40. Mm. And, you know, there's so many different avenues and sometimes is to be very intentional to break it down and see how we can very clearly and purposefully drive that mission because that has not been taught, right? Or it was a very traditional way of networking. And so... I learned from the traditional ways and now I am introducing there's so many other channels that we can get together and be helpful to each other and be resourceful to each other. Is there something mentally that we should do to prepare ourselves? I mean, how do we prepare for those conversations? Very, very good question. When it comes to networking, I think a lot of people are not confident mm -hmm to be themselves when they are at a networking event. But I also want to say this, I speak out of my own experience. At the start of my career in leadership, I was like, oh my God, these are giants. Like I'm asked to attend this networking event to represent my company. And I'm like, what do I say? Where do I stand? Which corner of the room should I be positioning myself? And so I think getting guidance and coaching from someone to go, all right, let's break it down who you are, knowing who you are as your true essence, you magnetize the right people coming into your world. And the part that we need to carry in our mindset is that we are not there to get owning. We are there to give, to give our smile, to be warm, to say, say hello, to ask questions that is open question, to be curious about people rather than, you know, if I'm there to get a business lead and I don't get a business lead, this person is no use to me, then that is a very, very low mentality, scarcity mindset. But if we're going there to go, I'm going there before the meeting, I set this intention, I ask my higher self, God, source, whoever that you connect with, to receive guidance and favor. Who are the best connections? Who are the best people that I will need to be connected today? That it's so that seed and that seed will harvest in due time. And once we have that mentality to really sow seeds, the harvest will come in due time. And I always believe in that I've seen results in my own life. And so it's just throwing seeds and trusting and supporting. Supporting means that, hey, you know what? Support their posts. Share their posts with someone else. Share their podcasts. Be on their podcasts. Get them on to your podcast if you are a podcast host. And mentally prepare yourself to go in with that abundance energy. So yes, you know, it's the mind, but it's also the heart, right? 
when you are full of love in your heart, you flow out of that abundance of love, peace, purity. And when you carry that energetic field into that space, you magnetize, you become the light and you're the lighthouse that people are drawn to. And that is just so powerful. People want to be in your circle. People are curious around, you know, what you share and how you share it and how you speak life, how you see the good in others and how you infuse positivity in the room. And you can walk into your room and I'm pretty sure you have experienced this. You know, it's someone walking in the room and you go, they just brighten up the whole space. Mm-hmm. And imagine all of us play our part and we actually brighten up the whole space because there's enough space for each and every one of us. So it's mental, but it's also emotional. And physically, I might add, is, you know, you know, dress in alignment with your style, with your professionalism, because you want to represent your brand well when you go to a networking event. You have very few seconds to impress. You know, the old saying is seven seconds to impress someone before you even open up your mouth. And there is even a model around, you know, it's seven sec- 7% your words, you know, 34% your tone, and the rest is your body language, right? So it's important. Reach out, handshake, good eye contact, clean smile, and, you know, dress appropriately for the function. And and you play your part and the rest will just, you know, happen for you. So it is all that preparation. Okay. And of course, have a little bit of questions in mind to bring to the meeting. Questions that you demonstrate that you're interested in someone and you're not interrogating someone okay (laughs) yeah all those things are there any secrets to build that genuine relationship yes the secret to build any genuine relationship comes from the inside out it is the inner work that the person needs to take responsibility to work in who you are because all of us there are stats around um that state that a lot of us have gone through you know childhood trauma one way or another some could be a lot more severe than others and developing that awareness recognize and trace back those events and get help whether it's coaching whether it's therapy, to clean up those thoughts, you will go into any environment light. You go into an environment that you don't bring that heavy energy. And the more aware we are to clear all those limitations, blocks that had been holding us back from our future, the more true we are to an environment that we come into contact with and when you are authentic right it is easy to connect you know when you have that conversation with someone who's just genuine 
and it is easy to connect. It's, it's there's no force, there's no push. It's just natural. It's just fun, and you want to leave an environment feeling that was so delicious. And sorry, the secret is to do that inner work, to really devote time to do that inner work. There is no right or wrong age to do that inner work, and it's never too late to do that inner work. It is always the right time when you choose to develop that awareness to do that inner work. And the more you do that inner work, the more you discover who you are, the more you're going to excel, whether in your business, your professional life, your own inner relationship with your, your own immediate families, your children, your team members, everyone else. Well, that's great. Well, I will put your contact information below. Any closing thoughts? I want to wish everyone this year the thought of you have got so much in you and you potentially have not accessed your own gifts and talents. So take the time to listen to who you are and that requires time. And that requires you to journal. We have thoughts in our mind. And so I invite you to journal out all your thoughts and discover even more who you are because everything that you need in life is already within you. All of us are born with gifts and talents. So let's really be bold to use our gifts and talents and serve others. Oh, that's so nice. That's a great closing. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Giant Builders, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.